0: G'day everyone, my name is Stephen, and welcome to another episode of the Bamboo History Podcast. For those of you who are new, this podcast is a podcast about Chinese and East Asian history. If you like this sort of content, please subscribe to my podcast to keep on top of the latest episodes and to tune in to the existing ones. I also have an Instagram, at Bamboo History Podcast, that contains visual content, teasers, and additional historical content too small to fit into a podcast, so please head on to my Instagram and follow me there too. Thanks to all my existing listeners, thank you all for your continued support. All right, let's get straight into it. As I was deciding what to talk about for this episode, I got a little hungry and I started to crave something that I've really enjoyed eating my entire life. I was craving dumplings. Many of you have probably heard of a dumpling or most likely have eaten a dumpling at some stage of your life. For those of you who don't know what a dumpling is, a dumpling is a piece of dough wrapped around a stuffing. The dough is thin and usually made from flour and the stuffing can be either meat, vegetables, fruits and even sweets. Dumplings can take many variants and are made all around the world. Some examples include gyoza from Japan. Mandu from Korea, Manti from Central Asia, Empanadas from Latin America, and believe it or not, Ravioli from Italy. Yeah, I always thought ravioli was a type of pasta, but it does fit the definition of a dumpling, because it's a piece of dough that wraps around some meat filling. Please reach out to me if you believe ravioli isn't a dumpling and would like to dispute this. The dumplings that I was craving is a dumpling that originated from China. And is known in China as jiaozi, spelt J-I-A-O-Z-I. Jiaozi is perhaps the most common type of dumpling in the world, and jiaozi is the first thing that most people, most people I know at least, think of when the word dumpling is used. So I wondered, where did jiaozi dumplings come from? How did this delicacy originate? Listeners, Get excited, start salivating, because today is another food history episode. Today's episode will be on the history of the famous Chinese dumpling, jiaozi. We will need to travel back in time by around 2000 years, where the story of the jiaozi begins during the last years of the Eastern Han Dynasty between the years 196 to 220 CE. During this period of time, there was a famous doctor named Zhang Zhongjing, spelt Z-H-A-N-G, Z-H-O-N-G, J-I-N-G. Zhang Zhongjing has been commonly labelled as the inventor of jiaozi. Yeah, that's right, it was a doctor that invented dumplings, not a chef, because you'd be surprised to know that dumplings were in fact first used as medicine, not as food. The story of how Dr. Zhang invented dumplings takes place during a long and cold winter. The doc had been working in a government post in the city of Changsha, spelt C-H-A-N-G-S-H-A, which at the time was a city in the far reaches of the Han Empire. However, he got sick and tired, pun intended, of the bureaucracy, corruption and nepotism within the government and quit his job, leaving the city to return home to become a full-time doctor. Along the way back home, however, he was met with a grim sight. Because of the harsh winter, many travellers he met along the way were suffering from the cold, and he noted that many of them were suffering from frostbite on their ears which had begun to rot. Dr. Zhang couldn't bear the sight of this, so he set up a small clinic along his route back home, where he decided to treat the ill travelers. The medicine that he gave the travelers was called Chu Han Jiao Tang, which literally means cold removal ear soup. This cold removal ear soup was a soup dish that had these so called ears, or Jiao Er, as it was called by Dr. Zhang at that time. Rest assured, these ears weren't human ears, they weren't ears of anything else as well. These ears were actually pieces of mutton meat, chilies, and herbs wrapped with pieces of dough into a crescent shape, similar to the shape of a human ear. That's why they were named ears. These ears were boiled into the soup and given to the sick travellers, and the soup and the ears warmed them up and cured them of the frostbite. To any listeners who think these ears, Ears look familiar to another food item that is eaten nowadays. You would be correcto because these ears are the jiaozi dumplings seen today. Doctor Zhang Zhongjin's Chu Han Jiao er Tang" or the cold removal ear soup is the first mention of jiaozi in Chinese history, and his medicinal recipe was such a hit with the locals that many of them also started copying him and recreating this ear-shaped food and dumplings changed from being a medicine to being food, eventually. Hard to believe that dumplings was originally a medicine, right? A part of me really wishes that dumplings could be eaten as medicine today. I'd literally get sick on purpose just to have dumplings. The story of Jiaozi dumplings does not end there. After the Eastern Han Dynasty came the chaotic San Guo Three Kingdoms period which was around the 3rd century. During this time, a writer named Zhang Ji recorded in his book Guangya that there was a crescent-shaped food item called Yueya Hun Dun, or translated directly into English as moon with teeth wontons. Obviously, wontons and dumplings are different food items today, but perhaps at that time they could have been one of the same. Jiaozi continued to evolve over time. And around 400 years later, during the Tang Dynasty, between the 7th century to the 10th century, the appearance of jiaozi developed into the appearance of jiaozi that we see and eat today. It was during this time that jiaozi wasn't eaten with soup like the original recipe made by Dr. Zhang many years ago. Now, Chinese people were boiling the jiaozi, straining the water away, and eating the jiaozi piece by piece. Sounds like something I do. In 1959, Chinese archaeologists excavated some jiaozi that came from the Tang Dynasty in the Astana cemetery in Turpan, which is a city in northwest China. These dumplings, around 1300 years old, measured 5 cm long and 1.5 cm wide, and is the earliest physical evidence of jiaozi dumplings found. I'll post a photo of these ancient dumplings onto my Instagram. I really wonder what they would have tasted like. Perhaps I could break into the museum and take one just to have a try. Hmm. When the Mongols invaded the Chinese during the 13th century, jiaozi spread to the Mongols, who began making their own versions of the dish, for example using a thick skin of dough to wrap around the filling rather than using a thin skin that had been used for jiaozi up until now. The Mongols also took jiaozi into Korea who also modified this dish and would be the ancestor of the modern day Korean dumpling which is known in Korean as Mandu. In the Ming Dynasty, eating jiaozi during Chinese New Year became a tradition. In the text Wan Shu Zaji, Ji, spelled W-A-N-S-H-U-Z-A-J-I, which was written in the year 1593 It was recorded that people would make bian shi during New Year's Day. Bian shi was the word for dumplings at the time. Furthermore, another text written during the late Ming Dynasty, called Zhuo Zhong Zhi, spelt Z H U O Z H O N G Z H I, also stated that on New Year's Day, fruits, desserts, and dumplings would be eaten. Hence, if you're wondering why Chinese people eat dumplings during Chinese New Year, the late Ming Dynasty is when this tradition originated. Jiaozi has been referred to by many names throughout history. First, it was referred to as jiao er, or is by the original creator, Doctor Zhang Zhongjing. Then, during the Ming Dynasty, it was known as bian shi. It was only by the Qing Dynasty, the last imperial Chinese dynasty that they became known as jiaozi, which is still the name today. Today, jiaozi has taken up many different shapes, forms, and fillings. Whilst jiaozi is primarily a food eaten by northern Chinese people, it is still popular across China and now across the entire world. The most common ways of eating jiaozi is to either boil it, steam it, or pan fry it. Amongst the pan fried jiaozi, there are two variants with interesting history behind it. Those are the Chinese Guotie and the Japanese Gyoza. The origin of the Chinese Guotie, spelled G U O T I E, comes from a story set during the early Song dynasty in the reign of its first emperor, Song Taizhu. Taizhu, Taizu. Taizu spelled T A I Z U and Song Taizhu reigned between the years 960 to 975. The story goes that Emperor Taizhu's mother had passed away, and Taizhu was devastated by his mom's death, so saddened that he couldn't eat or drink anything. One day, Taizhu was having a stroll in the palace garden when he caught whiff of something that smelled really really good. Sniff sniff. What kind of good stuff is cooking in the kitchen today? What's the rock cooking? <laughs> sniff, sniff. Taizu followed his nose to the kitchen where he lifted open the lid of the pan to see what was being cooked inside and then he tried some of it. Immediately, Taizu was met with the crunchiness of the skin on the outside which was then complemented by the softness and warmth of the filling in the inside. It was so good that that Taizou was transported into another dimension, and for a few seconds, he was able to forget about the grief of losing his mum, so much that he decided to just have a few more of those things. He asked the chef, Mmm, oh, yum. Mmm, oh, yum. This is so good. What is this? The chef replied, I don't know. Katzel was confused. You don't know. What are you what are you on about? You don't know. You made this. The chef explained, "Oh, I I literally just started pan-frying these I, I I just made it spontaneously. I I didn't even have a name for it. I just you know, I just I just winged it. Put put it in the pan and see what happens." And uh, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. The chef explained that because he had made the dish spontaneously, he had no clue what he was making. So because of that, he didn't have a name for it. When Taizu heard this, he decided to name the dish Guotie, which literally means potstickers in English, because the dish he had tried looked like jiaozi dumplings stuck onto the pan because of the pan frying process. This tasty Guotie dish eventually became the modern-day fried dumpling snack that is known today. The other pan-fried dumpling variant is a Japanese dish called Gyoza, spelt g y o z a i remember once there was a group of people calling it gyoza and i was like don't 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 talk to me please don't, just 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 be quiet that that's horrible what gyoza ugh. ugh, that is the wrong way of saying it, it's gyoza okay Whew. gyoza is a popular dumpling dish usually eaten as a snack with ramen or in izakaya restaurants in japan the term Gyoza is actually derived from a pronunciation of Jiaozi in Jilu Mandarin, which is a variant of Mandarin, and the pronunciation is, which is pronounced gyoza. During the 20th century, Japanese soldiers had occupied parts of China as part of a broader invasion and war between the two countries. During this time, Japanese soldiers enjoyed eating Jiaozi so much, that when they returned back to Japan at the end of World War II, they recreated this dish, which evolved into the modern-day gyoza. So, yeah, that's it. That was the story and history of jiaozi, the famous Chinese dumplings. I hope all of you enjoyed this episode and have now decided to eat dumplings for your next meal. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast to check out my new and existing content and to please also follow my Instagram too. Bamboo History Podcast. If you have any feedback, topic suggestions and comments, please slide into my DMs on Instagram or send me an email. My email address will be in the description box below. (sighs) Okay now, I think I might go to the kitchen to boil some dumplings to eat, so I'll end the episode here. Thanks everyone for tuning in, enjoy the rest of your day and evening and I'll see you all next time on the Bamboo History Podcast. Bye for now.